Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. This is episode 10, and to celebrate making it to the 10th episode, I want to give you 10 applications that you can build for your own Salesforce portfolio. We're going to talk in this episode about the importance of having a portfolio and how to put one together and the different ways to share that as well. Now, the reason I'm celebrating 10 episodes is when I started this journey of doing a podcast, I thought I had a lot to share, but you never know until you actually start putting thoughts down on ones and zeros. And I had read that the average podcast podcast lifespan was three to four episodes. So we are now in double digits. So by the end of this episode, you'll have at least 10 app ideas that you can then leverage for your own Salesforce portfolio. So let's get started. And first I wanna talk briefly about why it's important to have a portfolio of applications. First of all, one of the reasons why this is so important is it gives you the ability to demonstrate your experience on the Salesforce platform. And I always encourage my students to make their own experience because one of the things you'll hear in the interview room is that you don't have enough experience. But even if you have in-depth experience on the platform, if you've worked in one or multiple Salesforce jobs already, it can indeed be a benefit to have a Salesforce portfolio because much of the work that you do perform on the job will be proprietary and you can't share that publicly with the world. And so it is always a good idea to have apps that you've built just for yourself, for your own portfolio. And I'll talk more later about how to share this publicly. There's a lot of different ways you can approach this as well. So I'm going to give you a lot of ideas. That's what this podcast is about, is equipping you with ideas and even if we go through 10 different applications and five different ways of sharing these things with the world you may just gravitate towards one but that means that my job is done here because you have some action items that you can go and execute and take action on that's what this is all about it's not just to listen to be entertained but to come away with some specific action items that you want to try in order to launch your own cloud career. Another reason it's important to have a portfolio of apps is that it helps you to learn the platform more in depth. It's one thing to follow along in what I'm teaching you to do in my video courses or to work through what you're being told via text in Trailhead. But when you have an end goal in mind and you don't have the steps one, two, three before you, either in text format through Trailhead or video format through me, but it's just what the end vision and end goal is, and you have to reverse engineer that and plan that out and then make that a reality using the knowledge that you have on the platform. And there's no steps one, two, three, just handed to you on a silver platter. And then as a natural progression of that journey, you're going to run across problems and scenarios that you hadn't anticipated or thought of as you're putting your applications to the test in your portfolio. You'll run across things related to security, run across things related to automation. And it's in these areas you'll begin to discover and to understand where the line ends, for example, with workflow rules and where it begins for processes, and then even what processes can do versus flows versus apex even, or when you may have to resort to trying to code. So it does indeed help you to learn the platform more. It gives you real world scenarios to help 
prepare you not only for certification exams, but also for jobs, because this is very similar to what you'd be doing on the job. The only difference is, is that these are ideas that you're coming up with and that you're scoping out, whereas on the job, these will oftentimes be ideas and dreams that they're looking to you to make reality from other people. Part of your job would be trying to gather those requirements and make sure that you understand what they're hoping to accomplish. It's also a good exercise to make your apps in your portfolio work in Salesforce Classic, as well as Salesforce Lightning, and as well, mobile. This gives you three different interfaces that you've got to deal with. And so specifically when you're working with trying to make something work on mobile, you'll be getting into some things that you wouldn't normally get into on the desktop experience of Classic or Lightning. Let's go through these 10 apps. Now, a word of warning or a word of caution just to keep in mind is that there's no right or wrong way to build these applications. If I were to task 100 of you to make these applications, you would approach these 100 different ways. I am going to plant some seeds of thought as far as how I might approach some of these from a technical perspective, but I can't get too deep in the weeds because there's no visual element to this, and you may not have a deep understanding of Salesforce's security model. You may not know what a record type is, but I want to at least get you heading down that path and maybe highlight a few of the potential gotchas as well and some things that maybe you didn't think about as far as applications that you could build. So first of all, app number one, the first app idea, would be a Salesforce certification study app. And so what I'm envisioning here or what I'm referring to is that Salesforce has close to or maybe exceeding 30 certifications now and you may be just starting your journey and trying to focus on attaining your admin certification and that would be administrator or perhaps you have a few certifications under your belt but what I want you to envision is an application to where you could boil down the contents of the exam guide and all those are available on Trailhead which is at trailhead.salesforce.com and you go to the different exam guides and then the exam outline gives you the different knowledge areas and the weighting of each knowledge area. Some knowledge areas are worth two or three percent of the total exam score. Other knowledge areas are worth 25 percent or greater. Now, in this application, you could create a custom object called certification, and then you could have individual records for each of the certifications that Salesforce offers. And then you could have another custom object called knowledge area. Most certification exams have about a dozen knowledge areas, and some of these recur across a lot of different certifications. So you start to see a recurring theme that helps you to guide you if you're really looking at attaining multiple certifications. If you were to put together the certification study app and you saw that these knowledge areas were recurring, such as security and access is one good example. Another would have to do with data management as well as the data model of Salesforce, for instance. You begin to see how important it is to understand things like the difference between profiles and roles and permission sets, for example, as well as the importance of understanding the difference between a master detail relationship and a lookup relationship. You could approach this from an app perspective. So you'd have your certification object, your knowledge area object, and then you could associate that knowledge area with that certification. Or you could have just fields on the certification object for knowledge area one, knowledge area two, knowledge area three. I don't think that's as great of an idea because you always want to try to relate objects together. It makes it better for reporting purposes and to see some commonly recurring themes. 
in addition to the certifications and the knowledge areas, there's also the weighting associated with each knowledge area so that you can allow for different weightings depending on the certification that that knowledge area is for. And then in addition to boil this down even further is the individual topics on the exam guide. Here is where you have the bullet points in the exam guides and it, it describes what you need to be able to understand or do on the platform or describe on the platform. And the way that it's worded can be kind of tricky and sometimes there's multiple topics represented on one bullet point and so you could condense this down and have recording the different topics that are found in that exam guide. Now what I'm envisioning here in the end of this first application is that you could then run reports and see what are all the topics across all the different certifications which are the ones that appear the most and this can help guide you in your studies for these different certifications. So app number two would be an HOA app. That would be a homeowners association. If you belong to, for example, an HOA or some sort of group or organization that has different members and dues and meetings, Salesforce is conducive for that. You could break out the contact object to record the different residents. You could have a custom object for the different homes and record the different addresses for the homes in your neighborhood for the HOA. And then any sort of problem reports or infractions or fines or or late payments, all that could be recorded through either fields on the object or another custom object that's related to it. And I am always prefer creating another object rather than not or having just static fields. And that's from a reporting standpoint and just giving you flexibility for growth. Knowing that there will be infractions by some members and not by others, and some will have multiple infractions. And so you don't want to just create fields because then you're stuck trying to do something like infraction one and infraction two, infraction three and then you're not able to record the dates or provide details on those infractions or those fines or whatever it may be recording these different infractions or problems that need to be resolved, you could leverage either a custom object and create something called infractions, or you could leverage the case object and associate that with a person, a contact record, and creating a case that the goal is to close that out, whether that fee needs to be paid or that crazy homeowner decided to build a fence without permission. I happen to live in a neighborhood where they're anti-fence. I don't understand this, but I digress. But any sort of organization that you belong to, you can create an app to help you manage those sorts of situations so that everyone's on the same page. Nothing falls through the cracks, ideally. Now, app number three idea would be a Little League app. If you have anyone that plays Little League sports, for example, you could have team information and roster the different players, the positions they play in. You could record the stats. It's all about finding things that you can apply to the real world and that you understand in the real world and then be able to figure out how to represent that on the platform. And so if you're thinking about sports, you can do any number of things, whether that's tracking statistics as well as even scheduling practice times and game times and sending out alerts and reminders, having all the contact information for the players and or even their parents or family members, mailing addresses, and a lot of that's helpful for communication. So now app number four, this is a good exercise I think, and this is more of a real world thing that you could see out there in medical realms and something that you may be able to comprehend or understand would be appointment scheduling. This would be very useful if you happen to work for or own or are part of either a medical clinic or a dentist's office or somewhere that has a facility with different rooms and then different doctors and different patients, different physicians or practitioners, whatever you may call it. 
So in this scenario, as far as a medical or dental office, you have different rooms and you might even have different locations. And so I'm thinking of different objects that you could do. Let's say you have a multiple location practice where doctors or dentists might practice in more than one spot. You would have your different facilities and that could be a custom object. And you would be recording information about those various facilities, such as the location, the address, the square footage, the number of rooms, and then you could have as well another object related to facility called room and these would be rooms where patients are being treated and sometimes with like dentist offices it's just one large room but there's different chairs and there's different chairs as well in a hair salon so I guess this would apply if you ran a hair salon even just something that deals with the public that deals with different locations whether it's chairs or rooms and then practitioners whether that's doctors dentists or hairdressers just whatever your mind can relate it to and then as well customers or patients and so you have tangible things such as a room or a chair or a facility and then as well you have people these would be either patients or doctors or practitioners hairdressers whatever it may be so you could leverage for example when you're dealing with people a good standard object to leverage would be the contact object and you can always then introduce what are known as record types in Salesforce for the different types of contacts one contact may be a physician another one may be a patient Another contact record type may be a dentist or a hairdresser. And the reason you would want to get into different record types would be you record different information about a physician than you do a patient. Physicians have a unique identifier for their physician code, and that is unique to them. So that would be a good field to record for a physician contact, and you could make that required and make that unique on the field level in Salesforce, but you would not do something like that for a patient. All right, so app number five would be a mileage tracker, and I've got a link to an example mileage tracker app that I built and put on YouTube quite some time ago. But in a matter of 12 minutes, I create an application that's a functioning mileage tracker is you need a starting and ending mileage and then a purpose for that trip. And I do explore some of the ins and outs and some of the potential gotchas there. So look for that link to that YouTube video in the description of this episode. But then another tracker application, this would be app idea number six would be an expense tracker. You need to keep track of receipts that way. Or if you're a freelancer or consultant or someone that's like a 1099 does contract work and you're deducting your expenses, then you would want an expense tracker. That way any legitimate expenses that can be deducted on your taxes, you could have different records for those. Idea number seven, this one is more timely, having to do with COVID would be contact tracing. And this is where you want to keep track of in a work environment, what locations people worked in and what desks or rooms or assignments they had. And I've seen a lot of organizations that are doing like a 50-50, one week on, one week off, as far as they work in the office one week and then they work remotely, so as to close down every other desk and provide for more social distancing and people work remotely one week and on site one week. So this would be a good app that you could build. And also I would encourage you to look at work.com. Salesforce has done a lot of work for this contact tracing ideas on the platform as well. And so they have a lot more thoughts on the data model around that. But just off the top of my head, things that I know that you would need to keep track of would be the different desks or rooms. And then as well, who sat at those desks, who worked in those rooms, if there's like a bullpen of a lot of desks inside of a large room. And so what employees were in this room on what dates. So tracking the dates that 
people are actually on site so that if someone did come down with COVID, for example, then you could contact Trace and know who else was in the office on the days that this person began exhibiting symptoms and started coming down ill so that we could contact those other employees and be able to have them tested. That gets into not only contact records and record types, but as well, that could lead to custom objects for desks or rooms, and then as well, recording the dates that people were in these different locations. Another app idea, this would be app number eight, would be a time tracking app. And this would be for people to log in and log out to, to record their start time and their end time. There's a lot of opportunities then for building an approval process in relation to time tracker. You would have someone work for the week and then they would submit their time. And in that approval process, you would want that time card to be locked down. And then that would go to an approver to approve or reject that time card for time tracking purposes. And then once it's approved, you would want to lock that down for from editing after the fact, then you'd have to think through, do you want to allow for the submitter the time card to recall it and take it away from the approver? These are all real-world scenarios that you're going to run into but are hard to really think about until you're actually building something. We need to have validation rules so that someone clocks out after they clock in and not vice versa. You don't want to go backwards in time or people logging negative hours and you want to have a cap of eight hours per day as well for calculating pay you could start getting into that so that anything greater than eight hours a day would be at time and a half that could lead into formula fields so a lot of great opportunities for something that is relatively simple to build on the platform but can touch some pieces that you wouldn't ordinarily touch on the platform if you were just working through some random trail or just hitting some specific topic in my videos now another example and this kind of lends itself to sports as well would be fantasy football. Now, anything that is in a spreadsheet lends itself to being a good app on the platform. Football and even baseball or basketball as well. So fantasy sports, I should probably say, really lend themselves to being an app on the platform because you can track a lot of data points and import that. You can find different stat services and data online and then import that into the platform. And that would give you then the point figures for all these different players. And then if you've got those players associated with your fantasy sports teams, you could build your own application that's customized to your own league. And that's where when you're thinking about a league, You'd have the different teams and the team names and then the owners of those teams and their email addresses. You could decide, okay, I'm going to build my own application so that I can track all of this and have all this work behind the scenes. One thing you could do is you could see, okay, the players that weren't in any starting lineups that scored a lot of points, who are some of those people that I might want to draft for my team? So you could even use this for a competitive edge to crunch some numbers or perhaps even get into Einstein analytics and leverage Einstein to identify patterns in these reams of data after there's been several weeks of football being played or basketball or baseball and identify, okay, if I feel this specific roster, I will score one more point than if I were to field that one and be able to compare and contrast and have that be a secret edge for you is a fantasy football application. Last but not least, app idea number 10 would be a grocery shopping and home inventory app. This is where you could take inventory of what groceries you have in your home and then have records of those so that you know 
typically how much you need to order based on your consumption each week that having those data points will tell you and if you have some sort of weekly routine you could have that all a lot more automated for you there's still the task of having to go and count the gallons of milk and if you really wanted to be obtuse you could record the expiration date on the milk so that you don't dare have your post toasties be an unpleasant experience So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about you relevant. And together we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.